Hello, we're live. How are you guys? Just waiting for Bella to join. I'm excited. We're going to talk about understanding men. Is it ego or love? So I'm going to wait for a second for everyone to come in. So, yes. Everyone getting excited for Valentine's Day? It's going to be fun. There's Bella. Hey, Bella. Say hi so I can. Hi. Let's see. Can I bring you in? I don't know why it's not letting me bring in. Let's see. Bringing you in. Bella. Bella, Bella. I love Bella. You guys are going to love Bella. I met her at Camp Maverick. baby we are savvy <laughs> i'm telling you what i'm so excited i'm so excited oh my god where are you right now tell everyone the world i'm at dimitri's place do you want to see this yeah. i want to what i want to go to there like now yeah <laughs> i have been waking up here every day we're here uh we're here for like two weeks while he travels it's amazing I mean, it's can so, I get that? Like, it's been so grounding, so amazing. <laughs> Raspberry, so, hi, hi. Oh my God, this is going to be awesome. So everyone was like, well, "Can I wait to see you girls?" Like, how did you meet? And I said, "Well, we met, you know, at Camp Maverick." I guess and as soon as I saw Bella, I was like, "Oh my God, I love her. She just has amazing energy." And so I'm so excited. So tell a little bit, so I can give an intro to you. Um, and welcome to the best damn lunch and learn ever. <laughs> I love that title, best damn lunch and learn ever. Like, no ordinary lunch and learn. Like, the best no. damn ever. The best damn. Okay? Let's Love get it. that straight. <laughs> so, I'm your host, Jen Heck, Chairwoman of the Dating Advisory Board. And Bella, let me get some background on Bella. Um, she is a nationally recognized and licensed authority in science of the mind and self-awareness, which is a huge component, especially in relationships. So, I can't wait to dive deep into that. Uh, Bella launched and amplifies the lives of middle-aged men by dramatically elevating their confidence, performance, and success as a life strategist. In 2006, she launched Image Empowering, a full-service image and visionary empowerment firm, connects speakers to their audience through image. Bella has also been featured in her own segment covering fashion trends on ABC. I can't wait to get into that, too. So you are just the life strategist. So I'm excited to talk to you today. Because from, you know, from my side, from the women's point of view, from the, my clients from the women's side, and then having you, you're coaching men. So it's going to be an unbelievable episode. When you said that we're coming up with titles and you're like, what about understanding men? Is it ego or love? I'm like, yes. Where's my bell? Yeah, totally. <laughs> what a piece of hair that's irritating. Um, so so <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk about when you're hearing, first of all, when your clients, what is the, basically the one thing that you're hearing the most from men um, that... May, us as women can kind of listen to, and then we'll kind of get into five love languages and that kind of thing. I would say the biggest thing that um, that they want us to know, and that like I still even find myself as I, I still struggle with this in my own relationship, is expecting them to know things. Right, um, they're not mind readers. Well, they're not mind readers. They're not women. And, um, and also like reminding, like, that's one thing, it, even in my own relationship, sometimes it drives me crazy. And he's like, 
babe, all you got to do is remind me. And I'm like, it shouldn't be my responsibility to remind you. <laughs> but like, when you, and it's getting kind of windy out here. So if the wind is, is too much for the sound, let me know. Okay. Um, but, but like, he's like, babe, you got to remind me. And then I'll get snappy sometimes. And I'm like, it's not my job to remind you. And yet, like, when you look at how men's brains work is they're single focused. And, and like, we as women, we see things every, all over the place. Like, um, we just stayed at a friend of ours for a week. And after we left, I, like, I was talking about how, like, I got tired of picking up his shoes. And he's like, why didn't you just remind me to pick them up? I'm like, well, I did on the first day. Because, like, at our home, when we walk in the door, um, right. he takes off his shoes. We don't walk in our house with shoes. And so it's yeah, I don't habit either. when he like, walks no. in. Take, yeah. To take off his shoes. And so all of the shoes were at the front door. Well, the, our friend that we stayed with, that's not her. That's not how she lives, right? Like, she didn't leave her shoes at the front door. And so first couple days, like, I was always, like, picking them up. And the first day, I was like, hey, babe, like, you know, take your shoes into, um, you know, the bedroom or whatever. And then after that, he just kept not doing it. And then I was just irritated, and I just kept doing it every day. And then when we got to the next place, I was like, you know, I got so tired of picking up your shoes. And he's like, why didn't you just remind me? It's on my job. Tell me. And he's right. like, all you had to do is just tell me and I would have picked them up. And so I think sometimes myself included, we just forget that like they, they're just single focused. And if we like, I, I could have had the shoes picked up. All I had to do was like, Hey, can you get, grab your shoes? So. Right. Oh my God. I love that. that. I think that's the biggest that. reminder. Biggest reminder. <laughs> biggest um, reminder is like. Just being honest, I think, is the other thing as well. Just like actually not being afraid to say how you feel. I think a lot of people are worried, especially in, especially starting out relationships. Oh, if I offend them, they may not like me anymore. And then uh, they may not talk to me, right? Whereas if you were right. open with how, but it's the way you say it too. I mean, I've been guilty of it. I mean, I can't say I haven't where I didn't think before I said something and I was like, dang it. I can't take that back. <laughs> like the tone, like I was trying to be funny. But it came off not so funny, and I'm like, ooh. But, like, I didn't say, oh, sorry, at that moment. Like, I, you know, I should have apologized. Um, but then, yeah. you know, but just being cognizant of it now, I'm like, okay, watch the words. So is that something you're hearing as well from the men's side? With um... It's not even so much the words as the tone. I just remembering the tone. Because, like, I know for myself, like, sometimes, and I blame it on being a redhead. That I just I get love and, it's and, and sometimes it's, I just get crazy. And like, <laughs> you know, all the time, it's like, it's the tone of which I say things. And yeah. I'm like, I'm just sprinkling some spice on it. That's all. Just sprinkle. What does that guy do? Sprinkle it on. <laughs> on that word. Right? Yeah. But no, yeah. that's the thing. It's like, because I can, you know, I'm just a little sarcastic and then I can see that my tone sometimes can be sarcastic. And so I've been cognizant of yeah. that and not trying to be, um, you know, that much. Yeah. But, uh, but it comes with practice. I mean, and being open and having that, be, feeling comfortable enough to, to be able to say that to the other person, I think is a huge thing because people are like, well, if I say, like it goes back to that, I'm, it's a fear-based of scarcity. Right. Oh, I'm not going to go start yep. this whole process over again. I'm just going to please, please, please. But then they get upset because they're not giving it, getting anything in return. And it goes back to your point right. saying, okay, well, if I would have just said, this is what I'm looking for.
or can you please do this? And it's the way in which you say it as well. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. How you frame yes. the questions. So let's talk about framing the questions in communication. Yes. This is great. This is, I use this technique all the time. I actually just used it. And anytime I ask for anything from my man, I yeah. always do it in a very fun and playful way. And this is something I even like shared with my sister. So a couple of examples are um, like getting my man to exercise, especially when we're traveling, isn't always the easiest. He'd rather eat than exercise, but health is important to me. And so in the morning, like, I'll jump up and down. And I'll be like, babe, ready to exercise? Like, let's go get a run on. Come on, aren't you exercising? <laughs> and, um, and I shared this with my sister because my sister used to wake her husband up and be like, you know, why aren't you out of bed exercising? Like, get out of bed. <laughs> with this, like, and it's like, that doesn't, that's not motivating. But, like, yeah. you know, when I get up in the morning, I'm, like, dancing all naked in the front of him. Like, aren't you ready to go to the gym? Like, that's going to motivate. That's going to excite him. Gonna motivate that's him. a motivator <laughs> right there. Right? And so just remembering, like, when you ask things from your man is, like, just to be – you're going to get so much more being playful. And, like, um, one of the things that, like, just happened actually prior to me getting on here is um, he posted something on Facebook. And I was, like – why didn't you tag me? I don't be tagged. Right. And he's like, oh, you do? Okay. And I think as women, like sometimes even myself, like, you know, when we're in a new dating relationship. And yeah. I feel like it's way too windy. Um, when we're in a new dating relationship, it's like we don't, like, oh, is it okay to, like, ask, you know, hey, can I be, can I be tagged? And. Well, let's talk. Uh, let's go deeper like, into that. Let's, let's go into that. Go. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. So he just, I, so I just like, I asked, right. And, um, I'm like getting all comfortable here. Then I can be hands-free. Um, so yeah, so he, I was like, and I was very playful and I was like, you know, cause my, my man's very much into like the Bitcoin and I was like, bang. Yeah. Do you want to know something? I was like, there's this, like, there's this thing called the love coin. And when you like tag or comment on my post, like it's like little coins. And then if you write a post about me, it's like big love coins. And well, don't you want to make big money in the in the love bank? And it was like so fun and so playful. You know, I he's love like, that. I can't wait I was to like, do wait it. a sec. I was like, wait, is that does Facebook really have that for a second? I was like, it's not a new thing. <laughs> I was like, I want that. Yeah. Oh my god. Right? That's a great and idea so though. I asked him, I was like, I even asked him, I was like, what was it like to be asked that? Was it annoying? Did you appreciate it? And he's like, I appreciate it. He's like, because he hasn't been in a relationship in eight years. And so it's not even in his consciousness right. what a woman would appreciate. And so he appreciated that I, that I asked. And, like, again, I didn't come from a place of, like, you know, how come you never tag me or, you know, why don't you – want to share me on Facebook or whatever. And it was just very right. fun. And he just like, and he literally didn't know. And I think, I think that's one, one big thing that we as women can remember is like, we hear it all the time and we think it's not true, but it really is. They really don't know. Like, and we, we seem to think like, how can they not know? But they really, really don't. I mean, they're not psychic. 
you're going to have to tell them what you want, what you like, what you don't, especially in the beginning of a relationship. I mean, they don't know how, how you react or what you like or what you don't like, or, you know, it's just about, you know, it's like a new client, right? Bring it back to the dating advisory board. You're going to have to assess the needs of that client or how that business works. Right. Same as getting to know somebody. And, you know, I'm going to skip right. ahead. I know we at the end, but, um, you know, how to deal with the beginning of a relationship, you know, especially, you know, when you were, we were talking the other day um, before the show of um, when your love interest may be dating other people. And I mean, so yep. give us your feedback on that. So when uh, my guy and I first started dating, uh, we were in a long distance relationship. And so, you know, we were in an openly dating relationship. We were dating each other, but we were dating um, other people at the same time. And it's not always like super easy. Yeah. However, like communication is the key. And so he would tell me all, he was always very honest with me that I'm not just dating you. I don't want to be in a committed relationship and I, and I don't want to just date you. Like I want to date multiple people. And, you know, of course as a woman, like I want to be like chosen and you know, I want you to, I want to like someone to just want to date me. However, right. I always made that okay. I never was like, oh, you have to choose me. Or I was just like, okay, then I'm going to be dating other people too. And, yeah, right. you know, we would, we would, yeah, like it was, I, I didn't, even though like I wanted to be with this person, I wasn't going to let that stop me because it's like, if you're going to be dating, I'm just going to date too. And, um, and in that, like, it also gave him the space for choosing me. Cause like, cause I'll be like, um, for me, anytime I've ever ended up in a relationship, it's cause I've chosen right. him. Like, I'm like, right. Oh, who do, what man do I want? I'll have that one. Yeah, and have that I've one. never allowed him. I'll have that one. <laughs> Not that, that one, one sounds good. He's okay, going to be in a relationship with me. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I think there's a lot of women, like, we do that. We're like, oh, I want that guy, right? Um, yeah. But, like, giving him the space to choose me. Like, once he, like, I, and I was, when I got out to New Jersey, like, he sat down and he was like, I don't want to date anybody else. Like, you're the one I want to be with. I love you, blah, blah, blah. And, like, and I just remember that feeling of, like, being chosen. And yes. just, like, oh. It was amazing. And I know it's because I just gave him the space to choose. I didn't stop my life. And no, like, you just keep, you know, moving. not date other people. Wait for him. Yeah. Right. But I remember the first time I told him, like, I had slept with somebody else. And he was like, wait, you did what? Like, he never, like, thought I would wow. actually do it. And I was like, yeah. Okay, that's actually interesting. All right. How, once you told him that, right, what were, how, what was the time frame between when he wanted you out to Drew? Was it close in t proximity of time when he's like, yeah, I think I want to be in a relationship now because I'm fear of losing you. Because that's, you know, that happens. Uh, yeah, I think it, it was probably within a couple months. Yeah. Um, but even when I first got out there, like I wasn't committed to staying. Like he he was more he was more clear that I was staying than I was clear that I was staying. But it was probably within within a couple months. Okay, yeah. I mean that makes sense. I like that. I I love that story. You're so so yeah. cute. Or you just went out there. You're just like, all right, I'm just gonna go. I mean that takes some courage, and you know, really putting yourself out there.
and you're know, talking about vulnerability in relationships, I think that's a great transition uh, because I think people are afraid now. And now when you're working with your male clients, are you talking about the importance of being vulnerable? And um, can you talk a little bit about that? And also, um, you know, how to be self-aware and to be, so like, can we just go through that a little bit? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think as women, it's really important that we create a safe space for men to be vulnerable because right now, like more men are wanting to be vulnerable. They are wanting that space. And it, and, and what we have to understand as women is this is a relatively new space for men is, yes. you know, the, the ancestry of men, right? they have never been allowed to be vulnerable and they're, and they're what just feel, now stepping out right. into like what, it, yeah, what it feels like to be vulnerable and to express that vulnerability. And it's so important as women to create a safe space where they can be vulnerable. And that's just like exactly. letting them speak whatever's on their mind, not like judging or, you know, c correcting anything that they're feeling or thinking is just like letting them share and, and just be quiet. And I think that that's really, really important um, at, as, at, to be able important. to create that space. Yeah. Yeah. I think the listening is listening. the other thing because we're so, we're so, we're programmed with society and how everyone's so fast on, you know, for attention span. You're, some people are just listening to react, you know, to respond. They're not listening yep. to actually listen to what they're saying. They're listening to say, okay, how I need to answer this right away because your brain is just, going mile a minute, especially with so many, you know, yeah. distractions, you know, out there um, in the world. Um, so I think that that's a big thing. Now, what are some of the tips that, you know, women can do to give that space? Is there anything, um, any examples? Yeah. So, so two, uh, there's two things that come to my mind. The first is like um, a technique that I use that, that I created called listening with love because mm -hmm. Love has no judgment. Love doesn't love the love just has no judgment. And so when you're listening with love, right, then you can listen without because like as, as women too, we naturally like kind of want to listen to like, you know, how can we put our two cents in? But if you're right. listening with love, you're just listening. So that's yeah. key. That's key. Number one um, is like, at, listen, as you, you're with presence love. And then the thing number two is like, this is something that um, I learned from Alison Armstrong who um, has a whole program around understanding men. And she talks about men going to the well. So when you ask a man a question like, um, you know, let's say like, um, you know, I, I, like as when I asked Ian earlier, like how do you feel about, you know, that I asked you that I want to be tagged? So men, as women, like we have an answer ready to go. Like the moment yeah. you ask a question, it's ready. But men, they need to go to the well to dig up the answer. So okay. if you kind of like visualize in your mind that they have a bucket and they're going to walk over to the well and they're going to dip their bucket in and they're going to bring that bucket back, that's the yeah. time that they need to go deeper. So when you ask a question, and, and so like as a woman, it's, ugh, it's so sometimes irritating to like wait and be patient. <laughs> But the more like, you wait, so he'll yeah. give an answer like, um, no, I don't, I don't mind at all. And then if you just sit there and imagine him going to the bucket again, 
And the, 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 the more times you will just stay silent and allow them to go fill up their bucket, the deeper the answer is going to get. So, um, you know, That's like we've good. been That's recently working point. on it. Yeah. 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 The more, the more, the longer you allow them to go to the, go get the bucket, the more, the more yeah. water, the more juice you're going to get. The more juice. Yeah. I mean, you're going to get, you'll get it. And that's true. It's like, you know, listening, they, you know, bring us, they talk in sales or like when you're trying to sell and this is not okay, so like in, in business, if you're selling a deal, you know, you're talking or you're listening, you just stop talking, like let them talk. So like yeah. how it translates business into dating. Right. But it's the same thing as, you know, listening, um, especially if it's, you know, they're trying to be open and it even goes back further into, you know, you made a great point where in society, men are supposed to be vulnerable. They're not supposed to feel, they're not supposed to cry. They're not supposed to have emotions or I'm like, that is such a disservice yeah. because now you're going to go yeah. your whole life, not being able to open up or be in a serious relationship or relationship in general with someone that with a true connection. Um, and it's really sad. Yeah. It's just, I just, I see it all the it time is. and I'm like, ow, like you're going to be 90 and like, dang it. You know, <laughs> that opportunity is gone. Yeah, totally. Right? right. Right. And say, so, so what, what can these guys do? Like when they want to open up or they, you know, maybe they haven't, you know, been shut down for so long or hurt. What are some of the steps? Um, because you know, from the women's side, they're like, well, I don't understand. They just don't like me. Right. They don't talk to me. They don't like yeah. me. Well, that may not be the case. That could just be that they, they're just scared. But I, I mean, I just would love to hear your yeah. opinion on that. Um, I think it just takes patience. Like, cause it, cause like you just said, right. And, and in this, in our society, like we just, we want what we want and we want it now. We want to get to the point and we move on. We just want everything. So like, you know, I heard this analogy not that long ago that I thought was like funny. It's like, you know, we warm something up in the microwave, right? We press one right. minute and they're like, and then we're like, why isn't it done fast enough? And yeah. Like, it's like, like come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think like, it's really just patience. And, you know, like I said, I mean, with Zion, it took, um, uh, from the point that we met to put them the point that we met to like, and we both knew when we met that there was something, but then from the point that we met to where we actually like dated was probably three or four months. And then from the point okay. we started dating to like a relationship, it was like wow. another six months. And so, so there's an example of patience. And then too, when, when, um, when you begin a relationship with a, with a man, whether it's a friendship or a romantic relationship or a business relationship, is just remembering right. like things take time and to like, just have patience. So if you want your man to be vulnerable and, you know, and asking feeling questions, right? Um, so, you know, how do you feel you know, I like, like Zion and I just like, we're working on our values. Um, okay. you Good. know, That's how it. do you feel about coming up with our values? This is the other thing I learned in, and Alison Armstrong is, um, men always ho hum first. So if you're like, Hey babe, do you want to work on our values? The first reaction is always going to be, Oh, they, they grunt like, Oh, yeah. do I have to oh, do this? Dang it. Really? No, no. Yeah. Okay. But like, that's just their initial reaction. And so like, if you just let them have that and it's like, okay, then chances are like, and, and it, this happens with Zion all the time, then he'll come back around and be like, hey, babe, do you want to work on our values? And it's like, that's a really great idea. I would love yeah. to do that. 
uh, and they, they'll come back around. I would love to do that. So, um, you know, remembering like they always like ho hum about anything. And, um, and I, that's one thing I have to, you know, constantly remind myself on. I'm like, oh, do you want to go for a walk? And it's like, eh, not really. And it's like, okay. And then like, you know, 10 minutes later, I'll be like, let's go for a walk. Great idea. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I think this, this having that patience and just allowing the space and that, so that's what's like the vulnerability also of like, if you, if you, um, ask a feeling question, you know, like, um, and I'm trying to think of an example right now, something that you would like want your, um, man to be, I'll, I'll, I'll give an example. Um, so Zion and I had a conversation a while back around disappointment mm. and, and I had said to him, I was like, it's okay for you to disappoint me. Like, it's okay. And and I, and I like remember asking him, like, what would that be like for you if you just allowed yourself to disappoint me? Mm. And I just remember sitting there for a while and then he just started to cry. Aww. Like, and just like, and I never said anything. Like I just gave him the space like the, to the space, like think about the question and how he would respond. And I think that's sitting in your own space. Cause sometimes, you know, silence can be scary for a lot of people. When, I mean, very having to sit very. with yourself i mean yeah i'll tell you well you know we got a funny story oh it wasn't funny at the time but uh we were coming back this was like a couple months ago we were went to an event and my my friend my best friend mayma had it was called i manifest bliss we were in the elevator there was 10 people we're going from the 10th floor down the elevator stopped with 10 people in there in a cart for 45 minutes you can learn a lot about how you would react sitting and you couldn't move. I mean, you're just like this, right? And people, I mean, luckily everyone was like, you know, we're very Zen and, you know, we're with like people who were, you know, help you deal with situations like that. So it yeah. was fine, but, not, but at the same time, so think about that, you know, would you be able to be in an elevator either by yourself? Like, can you sit in your, mm. for your space for 45 minutes? Like, what would you do? Right. Mm. Because mm -hmm. people think, oh, I can't even meditate for five minutes. I was like, you can't be meditate for five minutes by yourself. You know, that's, you know, goes back to self-reflection, yeah. goes back to that. And yeah. let's talk about that, you know, core values. Let's, that's a great segue into core, core values, non-negotiables. Um, obviously, in my 40s, they're different than when I they were in my 20s, right? But they shouldn't have been. Yeah. <laughs> they shouldn't have been. <laughs> So I'll, let's hear your feedback on, you know, what core non-negotiables and core values that people should be, um, you know, really assessing and, you know, writing down, kind of whiteboarding them out. Hi, like, um, when it comes to, like, me personally, like, um, the, you know, non-negotiables is even, even, like, I've allowed space for those. Because what used to be mm -hmm. my, like, non-negotiables I realized were a lot of judgment also. Oh, so that's I had a good point. Yeah. So I'll give you an example. Um, I grew up with a drug addict and alcoholic father. Mm -hmm. And so a, and that, you know, and he smoked pot all the time. My dad was high and still is all the time, all day, every day. And so I had a non-negotiable that I would not date a man that smoked pot at all period not gonna happen because of my experience growing up that I never felt the presence of my dad 
Right. And now with it freaking legalized pretty much everywhere, like everyone's hooked. And, and, and I divorced my first husband because, um, because he started smoking every day. And I was like, this is a non-negotiable amount, period. Mm -hmm. And what I realized now, there's a St. Francis prayer that, and part of the prayer is seek to understand versus Mm -hmm. being understood. And later on, I've realized like, you know, my dad was, is a Vietnam vet. And what my dad went through in war is something that I'll never know anything about. Right. And so I understand a little bit more about why he does it. And, um, and now even, you know, my partner and people around me, um, like smoke all the time and I've let go of my judgment of that. And so it's no longer a non-negotiable. Um, so I think, so my per- personal perspective on like non-negotiables is to seek to understand first. I don't really have a, a list of, um, non-negotiables um i have a list of just my preferences and and if if they're not aligned if we're not aligned and like so like for me um just my partner has to be into personal development and spiritual development right because that's something that yeah so it's like it's more like versus non-negotiables it's like the bliss negotiables right like what are the things that i require to have to have my most blissful life um, right. spiritual growth, like to be able to talk about God and God be the center of our relationship, like that I require to have, um, health is, is a big one for me. Like I like when with my partner, I like to exercise with my partner, I yeah. like to go on walks and hikes. And, um, so there are things that more like that bring bliss versus like, cause I feel like sometimes like the non-negotiable is more like on the negative side versus like, what are my must haves? Um, so that's my perspective there. And then the, um, the values, that's something that we have just started playing with. And yeah. I have found a great deal of value in it because it's, it's fun. And, and we also make it playful. Um, yeah. Cause like I touch, so like you also mentioned, like talking about love languages. And so part of our values is our love language. Cause my top love language is touch. Oh yeah. Let's and go down the list. Yeah. So my top, my ones are, t- uh, lo- are uh, words of affirmation and touch and so part of our um values are and so we, and we joke about it so like he was just this morning um because i love touch and kisses i love kissing yeah and so You're when so he bad. like walks by when he walks by me and doesn't kiss me i'm like babe you're not living in our values right now you just walked by me and didn't kiss me and he's like, oh, you know, excuse me. And then yeah. it was, and then this morning I walked by him and he's like, excuse me, you're not living up to our values. You just walked by me without kissing me. And it becomes well, fun. that's so cute. And yeah. playful. Yeah. That's hashtag so, relationship goals, people. Okay. <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> that's good. Well, you know, like, yeah. so let's talk about, let's go deep into the five love languages. If you have not gone on Dr. Gary Chapman's uh, website, I think it's the five love languages.com. They have these yep. free assessment, free quizzes. So it's not just in your relations, but your personal relationships, how you communicate, how you like to be communicated with. So there's five uh, quality time, uh, words of affirmation, uh, acts of service, physical touch and gifts. So, um, mine are, it was funny. I got tied nine and nine. 
because um, I had done it before and I was like, well, let me try it again and see if, you know, maybe it changed, you know, based on, you know, some yeah. work I was doing on myself. <laughs> but, and it was actually quality time. I got niners. Nine was quality time. Nine was words of affirmation. And then it went acts of service, physical touch, and gifts was zero. <laughs> I was like, okay. I'm like, I like some flowers. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Right? But, but that, but it's interesting because now people can know how to communicate better with you. They also have some other quizzes on there that about apology and anger assessments that you can do and things to work on. Oh. Better feedback. Yeah, I had, did not see that before. That was just something I saw yesterday. So it must be um, new. Yeah, I knew. And it, it's, it's a great way of being able to learn about your really how to communicate in your relationship, going back to that, um, knowing what their love language. So if words of affirmation, if you're going to say something mean to me, I mean, I'm not going to like it and I'm not going to handle it well. Right. <laughs> it's, yeah. And it's like cut, cuts through the heart, you know, like, so if you're like, oh, my God, I'm so excited about the, this is a perfect example. I'm so excited about like just launched this new, you know, whatever it's new program. I'm so pumped. You know, and someone say, oh, that's cute. It's cute, right? Um, okay. Well, mm -hmm. somebody's insecure about themselves. So it comes back to that. And then, but I have a tendency to be like, okay, you're, you're fired from my life. <laughs> you, you, that, you know, it's just like, you are not going to be in there. You continue to do that. So, but no, being able to know that kind of love language um, through friendships, family members, like my parents, you know, my dad and. Uh, yeah. that so it's just interesting that if you take the time to do the quiz takes about a minute, you know, it doesn't take that long yeah, to do super fast. super fast. But think about how you can communicate, but especially if you're fighting a lot and not understanding or not feeling heard or misunderstood, it's a great way to understand each other, your partner, your friends, you know, people you spend a lot of time with. I said, make sure your tribe does it, you know, your core, right? Your other people on your personal advisory board. It's just interesting. I love hearing, you know, how, how people want to be communicated with, right? Definitely. Yeah. Um, okay, so what else? Um, we talked about, I'm trying to think. Oh, now, when your single guys you know, are the single men, what are they saying that they're hearing in the dating world? Is there anything that they're frustrated with or things that maybe online dating? Because I can tell you some of the things mm -hmm. that women are frustrated with. Maybe they can change it well let's let's hear that let, and then let, let me think if i have some responses to that okay what, what are the frustrations for women okay so well, you know obviously online dating is a big deal and you're yeah. being able to be accessible to a lot of people um i've heard people being on multiple right multiple web uh, dating sites i'm like that just gets to be a little bit crazy so just pick two and then just you know really kind of look at that and you can have this most people have the same pictures you see the usual suspects on there from the, both of them, right? Yeah. But um, please, for the love of all dating apps, do not wear sunglasses in your profile picture as your first picture. I mean, I, you're already setting yourself up for false advertising. <laughs> yes, Jen Sherman, I saw that like. Yes, <laughs> I'm like, please. I mean, you're so you're already saying you're shady. No, we don't do it. Please do not do that. Unless, I mean, that's a tip too. Like they're all sunglasses, right? I'm like, yeah, no, you're not trustworthy. We're, I'm gonna pee. I'm gonna go left, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, yeah. But that's uh, you know really do. I mean, just think about it from a professional too. And that's another thing I want to talk about because you never know who's on these sites. Right, looking at yeah. you professionally and personally. So be careful what you post. 
Um, but at the same time, make these the professional, like you are your brand now in the dating world. So how, yep. would you, how are you coming off as you? And then, and then professionally, you're completely different. I mean, that's tiring. I mean, that's like, you know, Jekyll yeah. and Hyde, like pick one and stick with it. Um, but that would be one of my things get nice pictures that are clear. That's you don't be posting outdated or not relevant or not even you or where as I call where's Waldo um picture <laughs> like which one is it this is going to be yeah. interesting which one is it today you know and then you're like oh that was not even the one like the other guy's cute right and then it's like meh <laughs> you know yeah so um so <laughs> I would say the what no go ahead no so that, I mean, the profile pictures and have those pictures tell a story, guys. I mean, literally, when you're picking on there, like, have it, like, if you're into sports. So going back to what you like to do, like, you like to work out. Um, do you like sports? Do you like, you know, going to, like, baseball? Like, I love the Nats, right? So, I mean, I'm always at the games. But, the, but so, <laughs> like, I am, you know. Um, and so, for me, I mean, I'm sporty. I was a tennis player. So I was an athlete. So I have been, like, so work, talk about working out is very important to me because I've, been working out since I was eight I had a trainer at 10 <laughs> literally so wow. for me I'm just programmed that way right and so so for me that's a big deal that you know athleticism and you know just is a big deal so but those are my kind of like okay I want to show us tell a story have those pictures tell a short story and have it be clear not grainy especially the first one so that's my tip on profile uh profiles do's and don'ts and mm -hmm. don't have I mean these just Oh, flipping people off. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, this is, this is the thing that I would say is if you're a woman on a dating app is one is um, releasing your judgment, right? Cause like, cause even a lot of things that you, that you mentioned are like judgments on like what you would consider, you know, decent or not decent or good or bad. Mm -hmm. And so like releasing, you know, those judgments, because even that takes a lot of energy to even right. like, oh, that person, like it. So we release like our judgment. Because I know, by the way, with the, what's what you said, like I would agree with, like when I, mm. when I even like see a picture with a guy with his shirt off, I'm like, oh my God. Um, yeah. Or the bathroom like, selfies. There. Let's just, yeah, no more bathroom selfies, yeah. please. I don't want to see that you, that but, you use Colgate. <laughs> okay. Right. It's like, whatever. <laughs> But like, that's their expression of themselves. And like, that's also the space as a woman that we get to practice of allowing like the men to be them. Because if that's something, if he takes a bathroom selfie and that's something that gives him confidence is okay. allowing him that space, right? And, and so that's, that's one of those spaces of like, if we're even judging men for taking a bathroom selfie, then that takes a notch that's out a of their vulnerability. Point. Right. Because that that's may be vulnerable true. for them. Yeah. You know what I'm that's, saying? That's true. Yeah. Like I'm putting myself, I'm putting myself out there, but yeah, but a tasteful way. Cause I hear it from, I have a lot of photographer friends and they're like, Oh my God, you know, the things that I, you know, we see and you know, whatever, cause that, because that's what our job, I mean, that's what they do yeah. for a living. They're going to not from a bad way, but they'll critique it. Right. And so, yeah. it's, it's, but it's true. I mean, some of these, and you see it all over the online. I mean, they're saying what you should and should not be doing, but it's true. Like you're, people are being vulnerable. They are putting themselves out there. You shouldn't judge them. Uh, but at the same time, like have it be appropriate and not, you know, flipping people off. I mean, I think that's completely inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
definitely 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 yeah, no. yeah i mean that there's yeah, like, like oh yeah something vulnerable about that no um, that's just like you're a jack wagon like as i say like, that's not not okay yeah. And though there's like women that like that, like that wouldn't be you or I's kind of guy, but yeah. like quite like realistically, like there are women that that's like, they would find that sexy. And it's like, so again, like, I know it's really hard to imagine, but like, yeah, you know no. what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> there actually is um, like women that would like, you know, find that like hardcore, like the bad boy. Um, very attractive and so well, that's true um, um, I mean everybody yeah. likes a bad boy I mean but at the same time but they're not shouldn't be flipping off in the picture you can still be you know badassery but not you know you probably get more you know you know swipes if you if you didn't do that yeah <laughs> oh I, I definitely definitely agree yeah I mean it's crazy um, but yeah so I, I mean I think the pictures are the bit real one and then you know I also hear um, conversation, you know, let's talk about conversation starters. Um, uh, and, and when you're going on a date, oh, this is this, when you're on these dating apps is to ask that person out on a date. I think there is a miscommunication where people think it's, uh, that they're pen pals. Okay. Mm. They'll wait a week or, you know, two weeks. I mean, like I get a few days, whatever, you know, figure out like if, they, you know, if there's any connection or even pick up the phone and call that person. If you ask for the number call, you want to stand out from the competition, pick up the phone because nobody is doing that anymore. Yeah. Well, this is like a couple of things I want to say on the, on the online dating space. Cause I did that for a while. You know, I was mm -hmm. on like the, you know, the tender and the match yeah. and like, you know, I, I did all of that and I never once had a bad date. As a matter of fact, everyone that I went on a date with, I still talk to, yeah. like just as like friends. Um, and so I think when it comes to dating online, the first thing that we can do as women is, um, is take ownership and responsibility and check in with our intuition. So as women, our intuition is really good. So whenever yeah. I'm like swiping, I literally check into the feeling that I have with that person. And I'm like, okay, what do I feel? I'm like, that's a good feeling. That's not a good feeling. Okay, good feeling, swipe right. Bad feeling, yeah. swipe left. Yes. And then, and then after a couple of like conversations back and forth, I get a feeling for how that is. And if it doesn't feel good, I'm like, peace out. And then yeah. um, I personally, before I'll get on the phone with someone, I'm I'm more of like I'll have more um, communication via text or messaging on the app. Um, for a while before I'll actually enter into the idea of having a conversation, um, because mm -hmm. I just I want to get more of a feeling. Well, yeah, I'm not saying and right then, away. I'm not saying right away. I'm yeah. just saying yeah, get to know because people are going to text for a while, and then they'll send their number, and then the other person going to send the number. So yeah, I'm saying I'm not saying like out the gate because that would be you know, but I'm just saying for the most part to see if there is something. Yeah, and then when it comes to like, and I think it's okay for women to initiate conversation, and again, doing it in a fun like playful way so like you know if they're like um like let's say you know i'm hanging out in southern california so let's say you know there's a picture with him on a, in his on a surfboard or with a surfboard or yeah. whatever so like messaging like hey what uh where's the la latest place you caught the greatest wave or something um like you know if you notice on his profile he likes to travel where's the last place where's the coolest place that you went to like what's your favorite travel adventure like there's a way to like start off conversation 
Uh, I think that's think cute. Like, yeah, versus like, hi. It's like, you're not going to Hey, get how, how's your day going? How's your right. day going? I say that too, but I'm like, they're like, hey, how's your day? <laughs> I know people say, go on the pictures, you know, and, and actually respond like, okay, if, like you're right. Like if they're surfing or they're, you know, skiing, like, oh, where I was, you know, I was at, you know, Tahoe last year or whatever, you know, you can talk if that's something yeah. that you do, right? Um, yeah, I like think that's they said right. they like wine. What's the, what's your, you know, what's been the, your last greatest glass of wine? If they like adventure, you know, what's the last greatest adventure that you went on? I got all kinds of like yeah. really cool answers. Oh, that's awesome. Like top five places you want to travel. What's your next trip? If you had one place to go, where would it be? Right? Yeah. I mean, something cool. Fun conversation starters. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I think like, you know, and that'll get the men engaged. It's like, you know, like, you like men men require um th and this is the thing when it comes to like men and dating like the easier you can make it the better yeah. like they don't like there's so much going on like in their professional world that like they really want dating to be easy right. and so the easier that you can make it the more attention you're gonna get it's true it's true and it's like what you know how do you know what's too much this is what i hear a lot too is, um, well, he didn't respond back, so I'm not going to talk to him anymore on text. Like, this is like, but like, and I'm like, what was the last thing that you said? Was it a question? <laughs> you know, or like, why, why, you know, why, you know, reach out? I mean, I have no problem reaching out a couple of times. And if they don't respond back, then, I mean, that's fine. And you're done. But uh, for the most part, don't just leave it as one, you know, one time and then, you know, be done with it. What are your thoughts yeah. on that? Uh, yeah, I would, I would agree. I would say like if you reach out a couple times and you don't get a response back, then, you know, leave it at that. And something that I learned from a girlfriend of mine who learned from some other dating coach and I can't remember where it is, but I feel like this is really valuable because I, I would do oh, this with, I with Diana, for this one. is to mirror their response time. So I remember, um, last year, uh, so I visited Diane for a month and then, um, and then I came back home. Mm -hmm. And like, and I would text him and then he might not respond for like three hours, which is the most irritating thing on the planet. Right? Like, I'm like, I haven't even responded like the whole microwave thing. It's been 30 seconds. Where's my response? Yeah. I and saw I you saw typing. I saw the little thing. I saw it. When I, I saw the dots. I saw the dots. Where's my message? And so one of my girlfriends um, said she's on some dating me is like, if he takes three hours to respond, then you mirror that. And so, um, and so then I would take, you know, three hours to respond. And, um, and I just, and I noticed that it started like, you know, he's like, Oh, you know, I don't really like, like that. And, you know, he would start responding um, sooner. And, and it just like, I don't know why it worked, um, but it really did. And so, um, I think in, in those like instances is like just mirroring, um, you know, the time frame that, yeah. that they use as well. I don't know why it works. And I don't even remember who she said she, what dating. And there was a guy that she heard that from. Um, okay. I mean, it makes it sense. Yeah. I like in the, in the boardroom too. mirror your customer. Like you can't be too loud. Yeah. You know, if they're really quiet, can't be too, you know, uh, you just got to mirror their behavior. Um, right. So that you're not coming off as, you know, if you're really loud, and, like I said, they're really quiet, then I mean, that's going to be a problem. <laughs> <So> yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. going to be a problem. Um, 
So let's see. How um, should I do one of the ones? Oh, I like this one. How can you be strong and submissive at the same time? Ah, uh, I love this question. Ah, uh, when good. you like, sent this to me, I was like, this is so good. Um, so when it be when it so first of all, I'll say like as a Type A personality. Right, like you know, you are as well, and I think a lot of the women we surround ourselves with are like you know yeah. strong and powerful, and like you know don't fuck with me. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if I can say that on Facebook, but um, very just very powerful. Yeah. And so, as a powerful woman, it was difficult for me anyway to be submissive. And I heard that like you know it, men love it and it's a turn on and all these like things, and um. Yet, like, I just, because, like, I can't do that. Like, I can't bring myself to, like, yes, sir. Like, my, my ex used to love it when I'd say yes, sir. And then be like, you're not fucking, you're not my dad. No, I'm not saying yes, sir. Like, no. You're my equal. And um, what I noticed with my partner now is any time that I am, like, you know, yes, sir, like, you know, and even in the bedroom, like, yeah, um, I, and I'm just going to like, I'm really going to put it all out there right now. I have the biggest O's when I call him boss and I'm like, oh. yes, boss, whatever you want, boss. Okay, boss. And like, and I completely, cause as a woman, we want to surrender mm -hmm. ultimately. And we, and this is the thing too, is like, is, is, you know, Zion also creates a very safe space for me to That's surrender. You got to feel safe because if you don't yes. feel safe and respected, I don't care what you're saying or what you're doing. Right. Right. That's a great yeah. point. Yeah. So he, he definitely makes it safe to surrender. And like, and when, when I fully, cause as women, we really want to surrender. We want to let go and we want like that. It's that whole, um, kind of romantic novel fantasy, the man on the, you know, the white horse, like super yeah. scoop us up. Right. Exactly. And so, when we can actually surrender to that in the bedroom and like, let him be like the stallion and like kind of be the, um, you know, the, the damsel in distress and like, yeah. you know, yes, boss, or, you know, yes. Um, yeah. like my hero or whatever, like I'm telling you, it's the biggest orgasms ever, ever. Um, and that's like, you know, and I, I mean, I have the greatest relationship I've ever had in my entire life. And I, and I do believe it's cause I'm like somewhat like I, I, my relationship with him started off with like, you know, and I say to him and it like, when I'm, I'm not even joking you, it will make his cock hard in a split second when I'm like, when I'm like, baby, what do you want for lunch? I'm just here to serve you. When I wow. say those words, I'm here to serve you. Like every time, <laughs> every time. I don't know if I'm giving too much information on this. He's gonna like, <laughs> he's gonna be like, Bella, what are you doing? I know the next event that he goes to, everybody's gonna be like, hey, how can I serve you? And he's gonna be like, what's going on? He's like, wait, um, it's not coming from Bella. It doesn't work. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> but but like when uh, and it was like, and I remember the first time that I just like said to him like, I'm just here to serve you. Like, because as, because if you think about like ancient times, like, like if you want your man to feel like a king, right? 
then you have yeah. to be willing to serve the king. Now, I will say, to I will say also, like by being of service to him, I'm in control of the cock. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Thing. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Like he is so devoted to me in every way possible with his whole being that uh, there's nothing there's there's nothing we talk about this all the time there's nothing i desire in my relationship there's nothing i wish i had i mm -hmm. i literally have it all and awesome. and i believe it's like it's a lot because it is, i've never fully surrendered in a relationship I've never fully like been of service to my man. And there are times that it's like, that it's difficult that like when yeah. I serve him his coffee, that like I sometimes want to throw the coffee on him. And those <laughs> are the that times. may burn. <laughs> yeah. Painful. But those are the times that like I have the opportunity to really like show up in bigger ways and still be like, here's your coffee, baby. It's my pleasure to serve you. Like uh -huh. that I get huh. a step forward to that because like, there I, I'm just like yeah the what I get in return is so and like the only reason I feel like that a woman wouldn't want to be of service to her man is all ego right right it's all like it's all ego that you know it's somehow if like if I'm like oh I'm here to serve you that that somehow like lowers my vibration or lowers my standard for myself and like it doesn't at all because like I get everything and anything I want from my, from my man because, like, I also give him what mm -hmm. he wants. And I think that's that's where um, in the title, like, the love or the ego is – it is very – men naturally have an ego. And yeah. man needs his ego to survive in the world. And it's so true. the more that we actually serve his ego – the more confident he's going to be, the more powerful that he's going to be. And so, so serving his ego in a responsible way is so extremely powerful, extremely powerful. Wow. And you know, like if your man is like, and, and there's, I think there's like, you know, the li little ego, the God ego, and like the, you know, the big ego, that's like, you know, the devil ego, if you will, if you believe in yeah. that, but that, that, that non-conscious ego. Um, right. But when you can serve the conscious ego, like what you will see in your man will blow you away. Yeah. I mean, that's true. But like, you know, like you said though, you know, you have to feel respected and, uh, you know, being the strong woman, because, you know, we've, you know, especially like me being a single mom, like, you know, and so like I have to do everything myself. It's a process to kind of retrain, you know, that yes. kind of thinking because it's not that I don't I mean, I've had to do all of these things. Not that I wanted right. to do them. <laughs> I just had to do them. Right. Uh, but it doesn't mean, but it, it's never been in a, in a, you know, be able to be in a, in a comfortable space. So yeah. um, I think that makes sense to be in a comfortable space and have that yes. kind of conversation. Right. Yes. So you can, you can yes. be, is it, this is what I need. And you can tell, I mean, if they're type A, type, type B, um, and if they're really type A, I mean, I think that would, that would work pretty well. <laughs> yep. 100%. So, 100%. Yeah. So, okay. Well, tell us, we're going to wrap up for a little bit and then, but this has been so good, Bella. Like, I love it. Like, I'm like, dang, 
you dropped some knowledge bombs on here today. <laughs> All the women out Thank there. Thank you so much for having me. No, it's good. So now where can everybody reach you? Um, so on Facebook, Bella Ann Verida. Um, my Facebook page is E Change It. And on oh, I'm getting low battery. Um, yeah, so on anything like social media, Bella Ann Verita, the my business page is eChangeit. Website is www.eChangeit.com. But if you go to uh, the eChangeit Facebook page and send me a message, I pretty much will respond right away. And I love to, and then like would love to hear like comments here, like yeah, after the show. Any comments, any questions, like we'll totally, um, and we can do it on any and all those questions. So yeah, so make sure you drop your, your comments in here and we'll be checking them. And then for those people, so just kind of a housekeeping items, um, for events coming up in the DMV, we have, um, dating in heels launch party, February 14th. So excited about that nice. at uh, six, yeah, six to nine. So make sure that you go on um, Sip of Socialites page on Facebook. I mean, you can find it on Dating on Heels page two to sign up. Uh, we can't wait to see you there. We got unbelievable uh, bachelors and bachelorettes that are going to be there. We have unbelievable door prizes. I know. Um, so, I'm, so it's going to be amazing. And then also, so um, oh, yeah, it's going to be great. I mean, I love it. It's, it's we were, we were planning the last thing. We're going to go plan again today. Um, and, uh, March 10th is chance for life at MGM Harbor. Um, so make sure you get the, your tickets cause that event will also sell out. They had an all day poker tournament and then followed by fun festivities in the evening. Uh, the, the taste, it's going to be amazing. The top chefs from all around are coming and it's going to be an unbelievable show. I can't wait. So, but all right guys. Well, thank you so much again, Bella. I really, really appreciate you being on thank the show you. and we will thank follow you for having me. Oh, no problem. And we'll do a part two so we can hear everybody's feedback. <laughs> okay, sounds good. All, All right, right, bye. Everybody have a great day. All right, have a great day. Bye. All right, see ya. All right, bye.